0: Welcome back to The Simplicity Diaries with me, Kim John Payne, so glad you could make time again to listen in or watch in these days, now that we have this uh, possibility of uh, our own YouTube channel. (laughs) So uh, this week I've been thinking about parent tensions that kids actually see or hear our our arguments that we that can blow up sometimes really fast and there doesn't seem to be a way to head them off that's at least it's not easy to do it right it happens it just happens and we feel bad about it and our kids can see or overhear our arguments disagreements frustrations um, even the, even the sort of lower grade, um, looks that pass between, uh, a fam, a two family, a two parent family. Um, so I want to go through some of those, those, uh, those d- just steps that we can take to, I guess, just anticipate, but also protect the space our kids are in to help them feel safe, uh, when when a disagreement comes up between parents, because it's it's one of the most disturbing things that a kid can overhear, and yet I think it can be also okay as well. All right, so here are a few steps over the years that have definitely felt to be um, helpful to to parents. I'm not kind of just making these up as good ideas. These are pretty tried and tested. Some you might be able to do, some might be overreaching, some you might already be doing, but let's just run through a couple of steps. The first thing to do is have a a prearranged signal, prearranged words, something, something that that when you're in a good space you know, and you uh, you may be made up after an argument. You say, you know, like, we've just got to stop doing that. Can we get some pre-agreed words or something organized so that we signal to each other, we've got to cut it off, we've got to cut it out. Uh, some examples of that is, um, and I think a lot of the time this can come in a question, so it doesn't seem like one parent is being bossy towards another. So the question could be something like, Give a couple. Of, I'll give a couple of examples of um, do, do we need space right now? This is like in a statement, oh, this is just not working out. This is not going anywhere right now, right? That's clear, everyone knows it. Do we need space or this is not working out? Look, can we just circle back to this later That's a couple of examples and they, they, the parents who have used these tell me that it's, that it is like a, um, it's almost like a promise, (laughs) that when one parent says that to another with that, that, that open sort of look in the eye, you know, like this is, this is our signal. Do we need space right now? Because this is not working out. The moment one parent says to another, do we need space? Not. We need space because the the, the child overhearing that it's not nearly so, I don't know, evolved or settling to a child to hear a question come. Can we circle back to this later? And then the other parent says, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then they know they can read the space in between a parent. It's not one parent saying we need to stop talking about this. And the other parent says, yeah, whatever. See, that doesn't do it, right? That's not going to do it. But a question, and you hear it, and it, and it just there's a little bit of a brain switch that goes on, a little bit of a brain like, oh yeah, we agreed that, we agreed that. So there's there's and it's pre-agreed, and it really is like as close to inviolable (laughs) as possible that when that's said. There's space given. Then um, uh, work it out. Just give it some space. I mean, really, do that. Of course, we all know that. Give it some space. Um, uh, work it, work it on out. If it's a big one, you might, you might circle back to a child and and just let them know um, later that evening at supper time or whatever. If there's been a disagreement in the afternoon between parents, even an, an argument. Uh, and you haven't quite worked it out just at supper time say something as as simple as write to each other I'm glad we're talking about that or you know what we're going to give this a bit more space but I'm glad we're going to work that one through a child a tween or a teen overhearing that is is um, settled on down because they can hear the voice we're talking in and they know it's in process but, you know, usually we'll be able to say at supper time um, or the, if it's later than that, you know, at breakfast or lunch. It's, it's a, you know, it's a good time to do this around around meals, though it doesn't have to be right. But, but you can you can say things to a, ch- a child, a, even a teenager, like, you know, to each other, like I, I might say to my, my partner, my wife, thanks, you know, that was, it was really good we gave that some space. And I'm glad we got that worked out because we were, we were seeing it differently, weren't we? That's another one of my favourites, actually. We were seeing that differently and I'm glad we got that worked out. Thank you for listening to me. Or, gosh, it was good to give that some space, wasn't it? Whew, that was good. Um, that was good to work that out. I think we're good, right? And then the, part, the other partner perhaps can say, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. that was good to work it out like that, you know? You see, what you're doing is that you're modeling exactly, not, you know, like it's not vaguely, but exactly what we want our kids to be able to do for themselves, right? We, we're modeling actually that, we, um, that um, when we've got a big disagreement going on, we need to give it space. We, it's, it's very few arguments and disagreements can be worked out properly by just raising the volume and getting intense. Little kids end up like just, just getting physical about it. So we model giving it space so that when we move in and our kids are arguing, if you've got a couple of kids or, or cousins come over or, 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 you know, other kids on play dates and we move in, if our child is really, if, if giving space has been made normal, then by us, then they are much more likely to be able to do that because we're being real, you know, we're being authentic. The other thing is is that it is that it 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 models that we can circle back when we're feeling better, when we're okay, when we're more okay. That not everything has to get sorted out there and then. It models sort of I think pretty doable impulse control. That we're not giving up when we've got our point to make, but we'll circle back when we've calmed on down a bit. And lastly, it models um, that actually disagreements are okay; that it's actually okay to disagree, Uh, arguments, disagreements. It's fine, you know. It's You know, one of the values and I've mentioned this before in some other podcasts but one of the values that I've held very dear raising my kids is that a disagreement can be um, a, a differing perspective that we need to circle back and work out but essentially it's a differing perspective we're seeing and feeling it differently and that is in stark contrast to a disagreement um, that is an opposing opinion that we have to fight against. But imagine a world if if we were raising our kids like this, where disagreements were uh, were a differing perspective and not necessarily uh, an opposing opinion. That's a very different world right there. But it can be a very different wor- little world in that inside our little world of our family, and so. Modeling that disagreements are okay, they're not something to be ashamed of, they're not something to avoid, they're not something to escalate. That is normal. Disagreements, conflicts, just normal. But what we do is that when they blow up, we try our very best to give each other space. Um, We circle back, We, um, we try our very best to see something from a different perspective and we work it out and we can so authentically say that if we're doing it right if we're actually doing it okay so um that's it for this week it's a one of those little mighty uh kind of podcasts again quick announcement we have a, a, a simplicity parenting care professional seminar coming up on February fourth and fifth, these care. If you're a teacher, you know, educator, early childhood, a therapist, a, um, a, a care professional, doctor, nurse of any stripe. If you're a care professional, we have a small six-hour. It's on. A, it's a three hours on Saturday, three hours on Sunday, um, for a care professional seminar of how to apply simplicity parenting principles in your work with the people you work with. And you can go right to Simplicity Parenting website and check it out right there. And if it's happened, you know, you're listening to this after that date, um, then just, uh, and it sounds interesting, go right to the website and uh, you'll see it there, trainings, and just uh, sign up on the, on the uh, interest list because these uh, trainings uh, happen each year. Okay, so that's it for now. I hope this was helpful. Bye-bye for now.